start it? Do you want to start <laughs> it? It's this, this button right here. This one right here. No, no, you do. You, you sure? Yeah, I get nervous. I want <laughs> you to do it. <laughs> okay. All right. Ready? All right. All right. Ready? Oh, he doesn't have his mic ready. Oh, always I'm... taking forever. Oh, By the way, this is probably already going to be showing. Oh, already. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hit it? Your boy hit it, Roberto. All right, here we go. Hey. Hey. The jams, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I still, I still like the oh, music. Damn. <laughs> What's that's up? How, that's how they do it. Wow! Come on, we got everything. Like, that's like legit that's, right that's there. Impressive. Hey, can you hit the bottom right button for me? Button Just for right disappointment. Button. No, that's a joke one. He still has to memorize Dude, it. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. <laughs> disappointment. Yeah, disappointment. What's life. up, prolific? Uh, hope you guys are doing amazing today. Uh, today we have an awesome, awesome guest. I cannot wait for this conversation. Um, and uh, though we're gonna have a bunch of smiles on, we're gonna be talking about a pretty hard topic, mm -hmm. um, which is um, unfaithfulness in marriage while being a Christian. Mm -hmm. um, which is uh, pretty. Pretty niche down, pretty specific, <laughs> pretty right? real. Yeah. Um, so Roberto has been gracious enough to join us today and um, open up about a really hard season of his life and, and of his family's life. And um, as always, uh, the hope is that as we discuss hard things, that they will be a blessing to somebody else, yep. right? There will be light at the end of the tunnel for people who are going through it maybe Right, right this now. very second. Yes. So, um, yep. so I'll do a, a short intro of this man, and then I want you to introduce yourself. But I want you to hear it from my mouth. Okay, first. <laughs> I think that's fair. So many people don't know this, but Roberto is one of the only people that have righteously yelled at me. <laughs> that's <laughs> a lie. I yelled at you. <laughs> uh, like, in a, I don't know if you remember this this time, bro. This happened at your house. I was going through a really hard season. I was a. Uh, Roberto has discipled me a lot. Mm. In the past, yes. yeah, um, and with all of my uh, father, father, fatherlessness issues mm. and orphan spirit and all that stuff, um, uh, had to my be a boy, fun one, Roberto. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 that was a big part of can, uh, our story and our connection. Can you fix my fader on the left side? Fix your Put me fader all the way Put up to the center, all the way right to the, the blue. Center. There I am. There you go. Oh. I, I heard myself. I could tell I wasn't there. Uh -huh. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. I was trying to get me out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just all the way down. <laughs> I have the power. Right? <laughs> you got the power. You got the power. <laughs> all right, keep going. Sorry. But anyway, no. So, um, so long story short, like you've just been a huge blessing in my life, bro. Mm -hmm. And wow. a lot of a lot of my um, breakthrough and some of the freedom that I walk in today mm -hmm. um, are. Uh, directly attributed to God using Roberto. Mm -hmm. And so I remember specifically one day you yelling at me at your house, uh, like a dad probably would. Can you remind me that? It's so cool because some, a lot of times we minister to people and we don't realize it, mm -hmm. you know, or we don't remember it. Come on. Um, but I was saying something along the lines of, um, God, something along the lines of God's not there or God is not around or something like that. And, and Roberto yelled at me and he said, do you think that God is your dad? Like, or is, is mm. your earthly father? And mm. he yelled it, bro. He mm. yelled at me because there was no other way right. I was going to hear it. Right. Because I was just like, I was erratic yeah. and like, um, and he <laughs> freaking just yelled at me, dude. <laughs> um, and I remember that day so well because, because even though it's, it wasn't the, uh, the usual Christianese mm -hmm. version of getting the truth into mm -hmm. somebody. 
it was very effective and uh, mm-hmm. it it formed a memory wow. in my life. Core yes, memory. I, good thing I didn't traumatize you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's why it's a core memory. Yeah, well, you, you had my trust, you know. You had my yeah. trust, and so yeah. Uh, yeah. so for a long time, uh, Roberto. So we, I think we met at church uh, mm-hmm. at some point, um, and um, and I probably met you right around the time where this hard part of your life was maybe going on. Yes. Right? That's actually during that time when I met you. And uh, so this is my brother. Uh, this man had made, has made, he cut my hair for my wedding. Yes. It made me look good for my wedding. Uh, I remember this morning, uh, Joey reminded me that yeah. he cut your hair yep, for your for wedding. For my wedding. The yep, first yep, time you yep. met him. First time I met him. And that was, I told you that day. This is a lot of trust, man. <laughs> because, <laughs> yes. because haircut, bro, barbers, yep. as you know, bro, like having someone that yep. like you can trust oh, for yeah. your hair. Oh, you're like, Could okay. ruin your wedding day. All right, come on. You got this, Absolutely. bro. And yes. so, so I trusted him. And then yeah. two, bro, I had that haircut stayed good for like three or four weeks, which is not normal. Normal for me, I get and that so you know, you just <laughs> you actually stilted my hair to stay the same, you know. Um, and dude, that was that was something that yeah, yeah. I, I laughed so we about. Share, we share that yeah. memory with you, which yeah. is super cool. Yeah. Um, so it's awesome, man. So I'm super honored that you're here, bro. I love you, uh, and uh, I'm grateful that you're here to share your story, so other people will be blessed. So, mm-hmm. would you introduce yourself a little bit? Absolutely, and- absolutely. Um, well, thank you for having me. Uh, first of all, my name is Roberto Carlos Torres Nevares. <laughs> the reason is I'm Puerto Rican. So uh, we have two names and then two last names. So yeah, yeah. I always joke about Four it. middle names. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be and, named after everyone. Right. <laughs> okay. Yep. And so, yeah, born and raised in Puerto Rico, moved to the States back in 2012. Um, married a Puerto Rican gringa. Um, if she hears this, she's going to be so mad. Like, what does that mean? So, um, and then, you know, when she got pregnant with Yeshua, our firstborn, we moved to the States and uh, it's when we started our life here and it was really challenging in the beginning. And then uh, we were fortunate enough to be going to a great church at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's where we met. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say about this, about you. I, one of the things that I saw um, about you was your deep, deep devotion, passion for God. Mm-hmm. It was so like enticing. It was like, wow, like this guy is like all mm-hmm. in for Jesus. And that's why I felt like, I was, you know, I had that opportunity to really speak, even if mm-hmm. I was mean mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or trying to be, you know, like yeah. trying to be uh, just real. Because I was like, y- you had this passion it has to be harnessed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you use it in the right direction, you, you, you're always uh, surrounded with some some um, kids that I, I actually uh, love in the love of Jesus. But I saw something different <laughs> in you always that yeah. you, you were always even though you were sort of in your own uh, struggle, you had this uh, very uh, big seal for truth. You wanted mm-hmm. to find truth and no mm-hmm. matter what the cost and you mm-hmm. were willing to pay any price. Mm-hmm. So I always saw that about you and that was really neat. And that was during the time that I was a pastor at the Crossing Church mm-hmm. and um, I, w- I was working there as a staff and um, it was really cool to meet you. And it was during that time also that our situation uh, between me and my wife um, happened Mm-hmm. Uh, which it, it did happen eventually uh, with a staff member, wow. mm-hmm. which it used to be a family friend as well. Mm-hmm. And so um, part of part of the what really um, started that for me, uh, first of all, when I was a kid, I was exposed to pornography at the age of around eight years old. Mm-hmm. And wow. so um, it's just crazy. M- my mom doesn't even know this. But my uncle exposed me to that. Wow. And um, so wow. I didn't know how to react. And so growing yeah. up, 
then you're a teenager now and you're like watching stuff that you're not supposed mm-hmm. to watch. And back in the day, internet was not what it is today. Right, right, right. right, right. Uh, but it used to be HBO Sex and it used mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. Cinemax and yep. there's all the mm-hmm. other platforms where my parents had all of them. So at night when they went to sleep, wow. I would like stay and then just yep. kind of watch all this stuff. Yep. And of course, you don't know the impact that it has. But no, then as no, you no. continue to grow, you know, now, right. now um, I come to Christ when I'm tw- 20 years old, you know, after having a crazy lifestyle um mm. drug lord you know mm. just all kinds of yeah can you t- can you talk a little mm. bit about we, just we'll like, have to talk about that in the next back, episode because yeah, i love episode, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but that, but, that'll be that'll be powerful man but, but yeah. if you don't mind me asking real quick about like the pornography and all that stuff like now mm. looking back bro um how do you like how do you like when you said like your uncle was a part of this mm-hmm. right and I, I want i want you to you know I, however much you're willing to share, like, what do you mean by that? Like, did, did he have it and you found it or? Yes. So, okay. so they, they, we were, we were at my grandma's house and, um, she had a, in the, it was like a back porch area, mm-hmm. um, that it was all covered and had TV and it was like a family room area, mm-hmm. but in the, in the back for, you know, just kind of like, it was a very open space. Mm-hmm. And my uncle was with uh, two of his friends from high school. And they were watching uh, 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 a movie. So wow. Together. Movie. Yeah, together. Wow. And so I was there in the house and mm. my my grandparents were not Crazy. there, of course. So I walk in the back and uh, he kind of freaked out at first. But then his friends were like, I remember Ruben is his, his name. I don't know if he's alive, but Ruben was like, no, 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 no. Bring him in. Just, you know, let's. Wow. And I remember uh, exactly what I saw. Mm-hmm. I, the images are yep. they engraved yep. forever. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Never left. I was eight years old around that that age. That's crazy. So it never left me. Um, You know, of course, I I didn't know what I I was watching Mm. and what I was feeling. It was really weird. Right, right. Um, But as time progressed and, you know, you get into your teen years and whatever, Mm -hmm. you start exploring stuff and you start feeling things, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I started kind of like, I don't know, going in that route. And then I had some friends that were, Mm -hmm. you know, my neighbors were three to five years older than me. Mm -hmm. And so the conversations were a lot different, right, you know? And right. so I'm exposed to a lot more. And so some of them have magazines at times mm-hmm. and so it became to increase, increase. Mm-hmm. And then I started discovering these like right. TV shows and right. I was like, wow. Okay. And now it's easier to find, yeah. like all that stuff, yeah. What yeah. year was this, just for context sake? Do you remember? Dang. Well, you know. You were an 80s baby, right? I was about to say, was it 90s? So, uh, 90s, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah for That's sure. That's what I thought. Because yeah. I was like a teenager around that age, yeah. right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> How old are you now? Uh, forty-two. Forty? No way, bro! I thought you were in your thirties. Yeah, no. Bro. Wow, you look—you keep young, bro. Oh, you thank you. Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah. Is I that feel, Hispanic? I feel, in you? I feel young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, then you know, I came to Jesus at the age of twenty, okay. and um, of course, the Lord took me through this whole purifying process where I right. was with mm-hmm. doubt, ha- dating. Well, I sort of dating, but it was awful because. Mm. Um, every girl that I would like date, it just, I was, it was impossible for me to fall in love with them. Mm. And, and mm. I, I would even like start the conversation and be like, Hey, um, I, if you want to try this out, I, I like you, I know you like me. So, um, you know, it's hard for me to fall in love. And so mm. sometimes for some girls mm. that was like even like more attractive. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh my God, like, what they can't I'm going to win you over. You know, you know what what me? Yeah, exactly. So so I ended up oh, breaking gosh. all their hearts and that was very annoying. And so a lot of my friends were like, boyfriend, uh, they, you know, they were getting married and yeah. you know, like all this stuff. And I was like by myself mm. and I was like so mm. annoyed at this point. 
But it was a, the Lord that was taking me through this purifying process where mm-hmm. he would like, you know, mm-hmm. I have this one particular verse that was very meaningful for me during that time, Hosea chapter 2, uh, verse 16, where it says, um, and you will no longer call me Lord, you will call mm-hmm. me husband. Mm-hmm. And the Lord was like, I want you to date me. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be you and me. It's weird for the world, isn't mm-hmm. it? I know, it's super weird. Yeah, and yeah. Um, But during that time, you know, I, I was now becoming a like a popular, uh, I was a celebrity hairstylist at the time in Puerto mm-hmm. Rico. Mm-hmm. And um, I was having all this exposure to all these mm-hmm. like easy access girls that mm-hmm. were like, I'll give you whatever you want. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I want Jesus. You cannot give me that. So <laughs> it's hard, you know? Right. And so, uh, but still, nevertheless, it was really difficult. And so, you know, I still had a lot of like issues and struggles with, you know, obviously battling. I was fighting and I was not mm-hmm. letting it be like yeah. my, you know. And it's not like you were willingly just happy with like sin or anything right, like that. Right, like, right. Which is, I think, important in the conversation about like when we get to unfaithfulness that, a lot of people think that the person who would do something like that is the person that really, really wants to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, which is almost never the case. Which is honest. almost, yes. Mm-hmm. If you are a convicted Christian, it's probably very far, far, far from that person. And uh, and it, it, everybody's just battling. Yep. It's just, a, yeah. So, yep. Yep. So, you know, long story short, now, you know, we're, I get married. Now we're in the States. Now we, we become part of this uh, church community. And, and our marriage was at the peak of our, like at mm. the best, like wow. we were at our best moment during mm. that time, like wow. the best that we could be that season. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. And so we were not like arguing. It was like yeah. amazing. Mm. And so, but still there was that little struggle mm. right there. Right. Mm. Where I'm like, I'm having thoughts and I will like mm. openly share with my, yeah. my wife. She yep. knew about this. Like yep. it was not like I wasn't not keeping it from yep. her. None of that stuff. So what do you mean she knew about this? Like she knew of my struggles with this particular girl. Oh, and okay. Like, okay. like she knew that, that there was an attraction, you know, like mm-hmm. that I was fighting that, you know, like I had wow. the, those honest conversations wow. with her. And that's crazy, bro. I just, I just want to pause you there for a moment and say, that's crazy. <laughs> like, like for me, even in the honesty of the factor of like, even though your flesh is desiring something, you're like, no, no, Hey, Honey, I'm walking through this. Right. I don't want this. Right. I want to stay away from it. Yeah. And and well, most men, just, most most men will keep hmm. the object mm-hmm. of their attraction anonymous. Mm-hmm. Yep. True. Right. Yep. And here's yeah. the thing, though. My wife walk. She walks in the sermon. So my wife already Bro, you knew. Anyways, I was gonna, well, Dude, actually, I what I was going to say too is is the grace that your wife probably was having for you in that moment too, because most women would just crumble and like. Like, yep. like the insecurities are so real yep. on both worlds, yep. human, yep. In the male and female, you know? Well, but, well, but yeah. he, here's yeah. the key part too. Um, my wife um, was also, when we got married, she was also addicted to pornography as well. Mm. Oh, wow. So we were mm. both walking out of it. Out this of is the, the thing free, too, Joey, well, like well, for you, like you, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't know this cause I, you don't know mm-hmm. them maybe as well as I do, but Janice and Roberto are some of the most honest people. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like just honest, like refreshing, to a fault, right? Well, Not to it, a fault, but like yeah, you, yeah. you like more mm-hmm. honest than most. Like yeah. where like Janice will say something that she's feeling or thinking that like mm-hmm. most people is like taboo for them to mm-hmm. like share it. And they're just like so open. So I'm not even, it's not even surprising to me that mm-hmm. you knew that about her mm-hmm. and that she knew that about you mm-hmm. and the struggle. Yeah. And and I, I think too, that's probably one of the reasons why, you guys have been able to walk through this journey together right. because well really already the little bit of the story you've shared i already see the realness of that what you're sharing is mm. your heart where yeah. there's no there's no hidden agenda right, in it right, right, you know right, where right, it's right. like like you you telling your wife that stuff is like 
hey, this is literally what's inside my heart right now. My heart's wicked. It's deceptive. I'm trying to get away from it. I'm trying to flee. And she's probably in that mode. like, okay, let's freaking let's make it happen again. I don't right. wasn't that and all right. stuff. But like right. where it wasn't a deceptiveness in you. It's like, oh, let me tell you this so then I can continue to hide it. Right. Like like that yeah. most men, like you said. Because that's the work said, of God like, already. Yeah. yeah you sharing that with your wife. Yeah. That's oh the, the work of God. Yeah. Confession. You yeah. have yeah. to confess. Come on, man. You know, you, Come on. Confession to God for forgiveness, confession to others mm. for healing. There's no other way around it. You have Come to. Come on. Wow. It's good. And so we, we were honest in our journey. So getting out of, uh, mm. getting free from pornography was one step, mm -hmm. you know, that she, she was able to walk it out easier or faster mm -hmm. than me. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it took a little bit longer. And I think part of it too is because I didn't really understand. I mean, you come to Jesus and you like kind of follow him by faith, mm -hmm. but the the death of the gospel, it wasn't really inside of me. There was a lot of works, mm -hmm. a lot of things that I was trying to get come done on. myself, a lot come of on. like my own, you come know, on. get it done, you know, mm -hmm. make it happen. And it's not, it doesn't work that it's way. It's like the what and the how, but not the why. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that, was a foundation for us to have those other conversations in the future where mm -hmm. I was like honest about it. And mm -hmm. she, she also like, she was like, Hey, what do you think about so-and-so? And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? And she's like, you think she's attractive? Uh, yes. <laughs> bro, bro, she was, she just went straight into the, like, bro, test that the is spirit the other right thing, now. by the I way, if it. you're not a Christian, you're listening to mm -hmm. this. That's one of the special things about being in the midst of people with spiritual mm -hmm. discernment. Mm -hmm. yep. That they create in you a fear of God. <laughs> right? <laughs> Seriously, right? Well, okay. yeah. All yeah, things yeah. in the darkness will be exposed. Yes, exactly. And, and like you really feel yeah. that. Um, yeah. So yeah. so she so what you what I'm hearing you say is she kind of got a gauge oh, yeah. of that and she she addressed you on it. Yeah. She asked, so was, okay. yeah, she so asked was that me. before you talked to her? Where was she the first one to catch it? I think Do it you was feel like? I think it was mutual. Okay. I think it was okay. mutual. Okay. Um, we, we have this idea and um, we both agree um, that this particular girl carries something mm. that was in her mm. that it will affect the environment. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm. it was not just only me. It was like- I want to call it and I'm uh, going to call it. Well, I'll call it later what it probably was. <laughs> So, you no, know, there are people of spirit, right? Yeah. Proverbs, yeah. Proverbs yeah. talks about, yeah. and you guys need to read this, right? It says, don't walk, don't walk down the road to mm -hmm. walk by the house of the immoral woman. Mm -hmm. Right. Because she is actually in, she, she has a spirit mm -hmm. of invitation mm -hmm. to that, right? Mm -hmm. And there's, yep. there's, a, there's a whole lot mm -hmm. there. And, and I will say women, because women see stuff we don't see. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Women, like, and I've had these instances with my wife. People think that my wife is just kind of like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> bubbly. But I've had moments where my my wife is like, "I trust you. I don't trust that person." Mm -hmm. Right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. That's mm -hmm. a, and that's a very key part where there was a level of trust with us, mm -hmm. and that's why we were able to have mm -hmm. those conversations like that. So powerful. Yeah. And um, you know, and but here's the thing: my marriage was doing so well that I thought this right. As I, and and also she was a staff. Right, mm -hmm. so I'm a believer. You're like I'm a staff. We're good. She, she's by, a, she's she's by the, per, the other person that not Janice, yes. not your wife, right. yeah. but the other person. Yeah. The other person. Mm -hmm. So she, you guys were coworkers. Coworkers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you're like work for the church. I work for the church. We're both yeah, pastoring I'm people. Nothing's Marriage gonna happen. is in a great spot. Nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. You're just all yeah. the boxes are actually being checked. Of like, exactly. we're good. We're good. We're good. We're yeah. yeah we're fine. Inventory. That early yeah. inventory. Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought, you know, if she were to ever approach me, which I don't think she will, because she's a believer. I will say no. It's easy. Mm -hmm. No, don't worry. No, we're not doing this. Mm -hmm. You know. So you so, were already considering that she might. There was like, yeah, there was mm -hmm. thoughts that mm -hmm. I was like, 
I don't think she will be that brave, but but she yeah. gave off that already that yes. uh, mm-hmm. uh, so yep. so you know what's crazy about um just to, to mm. touch on it for just two seconds about unfaithfulness mm. that there's so much said without being said. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I I um I tell people that I feel like people know if you are open to something like that or not without you ever having to say anything at all. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yep. It is uh, yeah. it can be perceived for sure. It yeah. can be perceived for sure. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. there's there's a statement I've heard a lot. Um and it's there's some scripture, but the scripture does not say it exactly in this way, but thoughts always precede action. And, and like, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, like there's always, mm-hmm. and, and again, that's even, even in the thought, you know, I battled pornography since I was 11 years We've old. We've talked a lot about and, pornography here And too, so like that, it that. was, I had, uh, my youth pastor, there's one message, which is so funny being a youth pastor. I'm like, Lord, just let there be more that people would remember. But there's one <laughs> message as a person <laughs> right, that was right, in youth right. ministry remembered, particularly one was, um, a scripture or an entire message on signs of sin that actually, mm-hmm. as you're, as you're progressing towards sin, which is the dead end. Right. Like as you proceed that, there's actually a caution. There's a yield. There's a slow down. There's a U-turn now. There's like all these signs. Cool. And so like, and it was particularly for like, for me, it's like you got to take into your step of where, what sin are you battling with? And like pornography is like, look for the signs. And I was like, okay, break it down. And so I start breaking it down. I was like, well, I always lock my door. I always turn off the lights. I always go get this. I always do that. Like there's signs that I actually would step. So the the interjection that he started to teach was like, when you start noticing the signs as a believer, you need to stop because guess mm. what? There's going to be a sign that says dead end ahead. But if you don't stop before you get there, you're going to dead end into mm. sin, right? And that began to free yeah. me and where I would start seeing, wait a minute, I'd like lock my door. I'd literally lock my door. I'd be like, Oh no no unlock and I and it was like my flesh was like okay here run, my steps. Run, run, run. and it was like yeah, out, right. bro I've ran out of my house <laughs> with things before and like like just like and it's just many things in those moments and so what's crazy is like the thoughts precede action aspect is like what actually we started like you started seeing signs of like mm-hmm. that's interesting the word uh, Proverbs talks about like honeycomb on their lips be aware that th- that these types of women and their um their complimentary speech oh yes light right that they're that they are they're entire enticing in their way. Like it's actually crazy that, you know, if you go all the way back to the garden, that it wasn't it, the, the, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It was pleasant to the eye right. to Eve. It wasn't that all the knowledge, it was just, Oh, it was pleasant to the eye, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like Proverbs breaks that down a little bit in some ways. And like all of those little things, um, particularly Proverbs is crazy of how much Solomon talks yeah, to his really sons. Describes, it describes a, like it describes the situation. A, and well, of course, from you know, the we, outside, we're yeah, always very careful in our podcast yeah. to like, yeah not cast the blame on somebody mm-hmm. else, oh, right? No. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not the way sin no. is, right? No, no, like, you know, the yeah. Bible oh, says in Romans 8, you're not, you're not obligated to do what your sinful nature yeah. tells you to do. Yeah. So like, yeah. nobody's ever away. obligated. Yeah. Um, yeah. You are drawn away by your own flesh's desire for sin. Yeah, yeah like all that. But, yeah, but yeah. I was gonna, I wanted to ask yeah. you this question, yeah. uh, Roberto. So like looking back to that time, right? Because right now people might be listening who are experiencing this, mm-hmm. right. okay? Like they haven't even crossed that boundary. They haven't even gone, like, uh, gone down that path to pass to walk by the immoral woman's house, right? But my question to you is, looking back on young, younger Roberto, what do you think was lacking or missing or that was there that kept you from maybe running away from that or what piece of information was missing from you? Yep. To, yeah. Which, how old were you at that point? The younger I was Roberto. 32, I okay. think. So, so 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, one word, 
humility. Mm-hmm. People say uh, one of mm-hmm. the most uh, mis misquoted verses mm-hmm. in the Bible is come uh, on, come on. Uh, pride. Um, so it says that uh, pride. What is it? Um, because before the fall. Hottest bit it comes yeah. before the fall, uh-huh. and pride right. comes before destruction. Yes, mm. come on. So pride so will people. destruct you. Come on, and the destruction. Mm. Pride literally opens the door for mm-hmm. destruction to come in and come be on. Like, come on, come on. Wow. I'm inviting you. So, yeah. what, so if you had to verbalize what pride looked like for you in that season, what was that like? My like, my own, my trust in my own, trust self. in your own self, mm. trust in my own self. Thinking mm. I'm a believer, checking all those boxes. Mm. No. You have to you have to understand that uh, mm. that that because because one of the again my my I, I became deceived by the idea my mm. marriage is doing so well mm. why would I do something mm-hmm. stupid yeah right which well. is a logical thought yeah. to be honest yeah. you know yeah. um, because most people think that this happens when you're in turmoil when right. things are going wrong right. you know right, which right. it does happen mm-hmm. yeah. but one would never think no I'm gonna do something yeah. stupid when everything is well I'm doing great what right? are we? Yeah. yeah which yeah. I yeah. heard I heard this guy um, that I follow um, he said something really profound and I don't know if statistically speaking he's correct but the principle is correct he said that nine out of ten believers that will go to the wilderness will pass a test he said but only one out of those nine will pass the prosperity test. Mm-hmm. Prosperity sometimes is more dangerous mm-hmm. and more difficult to mm-hmm. pass than than mm-hmm. the difficulty of the mm-hmm. wilderness. Mm-hmm. Because wow. because when you have everything, mm-hmm. that's why God mm-hmm. was like telling people of Israel, once you get to mm-hmm. the promised land, do not forget mm-hmm. the Lord your Amen. God. Wow. Do not forget who Amen. He, who brought you here. Wow. Jesus' parable about the eye of the needle. People yep. think it's the actual eye of a needle right no no no. the entire is the camel going through an eye of a needle right. is actually a doorway that the camel would have to take off everything it had all mm-hmm. of its abundance everything oh, and then crawl wow. on its knees come on through the doorway Dang. to get into the city and so it's harder for an eye for a camel to crawl through an eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to go to heaven so and that is prosperity of yeah. a, like uh Oh, so you're saying so that prosper, prosperity tests the heart of man. Mm. Yes. When something mm. is good is happening yep. or when when uh, when life is going well, right? Mm. That that those seasons test the heart of man to see if they if they uh, credit God Exactly. Or they credit themselves. Yep. I need your phone oh, for a minute. I got to oh, look up oh, a scripture. Give oh, me that while oh, you talk. Or you become too comfortable in the idea that, you know, I don't have a, I'm not fighting a battle. And usually mm-hmm. as men, mm. we love battles. Mm-hmm. We love right, challenges, right, right, right. right? So when you don't feel challenged because everything is going so well, it becomes mm-hmm. so easy to fall into sin. Oh, bro, that's another conversation. Mm-hmm. That's, pro- that's probably like its own like podcast episode. But how, how I hear this so much, bro, what you said that at the peak of people's seasons, that's when they fall. Yes. It's so crazy. I know. Because prosperity, and that's the thing, prosperity can be so dangerous. It yeah. is so dangerous. It is not bad, but it if your heart... So here, here's what prosperity does. It reveals the heart. Mm-hmm. It reveals the heart. Where, where, is, where is your heart anchored mm. or to who? Mm-hmm. And so when it's not really, oh, well, I'm doing really well. Oh, nothing is going to happen. And it, you just mm-hmm. try to kind of playing around with sin. Is that's mm-hmm. what I did. I kept mm-hmm. playing around because I thought nothing's going to happen. I'm I can handle this. This yeah. fire. I can handle it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm strong. 
I'm strong. I'm strong in Jesus. No, not really. Mm. Really. Like you're, ch- you're thinking you're strong in yourself. And uh, so wow. when she made the approach, uh, it's so funny because she actually wrote me like a text in Spanish, kind of like, you know, something like I'm going to kiss you. And uh, I was like, do you do know what you sent me? I don't know. And she was like, yeah. That's bold, bro. I know. And then. So, through a text too. Through a text. And it was very stupid. So I just. I don't know. The adrenaline rush came in, and everything, all everything else came in, and I was just like, mm. "Oh, you know what?" So it was like that kind mm. of. Uh, all right, I'm gonna test it out. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna mm, let's do this, mm. like to see, mm. to, you know, I don't know. It was mm-hmm. this weird, weird Pride. reaction, right? Yeah, and so I just mm-hmm. went for it, and it was pretty nasty. And mm-hmm. so the way we, uh, we, I didn't, I wasn't living in sin in mm-hmm. the sense of like I wasn't really chasing infidelity, mm-hmm. but I just felt for it. And so mm. once I felt for it and the the moment passed, bro, the weight of the world just fell on me. Mm. Wow. I was a pastor. I felt I I I was unfaithful to my community. I was unfaithful to the people that were following me. Mm. I was unfaithful to my wife, to my mm. kid, to mm. my God. Bro, after that moment passed, I literally wanted to die. So, what do you do after that, right? Like, what do you do after you 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 made the mistake? You you literally dig mm. you, you. I dug a freaking hole to just go under, like go in yeah, myself, yeah, yeah. and um, I didn't know I didn't know what else to do. And so and so in my mind, here's what here's what I thought: um, I'm just gonna ignore it mm. and just mm. let it be, let it pass. It will go away. Mm. You know, I, I'm not pursuing this. So I'm trying to, now I'm trying to find a self-righteous type of idea mm. where I don't have to say anything. I don't have to confess it because mm. I'm not living in this. So I just, it was just a mistake. Let's just let it mm. pass. But my man, mm. every single day I would wake up, I just felt like it was like a needle in my heart just wow. pressing in. Oh, yeah. It yeah. didn't let me. Mm-hmm. Let, let me go mm-hmm. every day i was like it was like right here i just mm-hmm. literally physically i would mm-hmm. like feel it right here. something yeah. it was like almost like something is happening to my heart mm-hmm. my physical heart and mm-hmm. i was like so i just knew it was mm-hmm. holy spirit was letting me you know i'm not, not letting you off the hook from this one mm-hmm. you have to confess so correct me if i'm wrong it was you just responded to a text message so you just commute you were just communicated you you were nothing else from that point Right, that it was a communication aspect. No, with no, no, this. no, no, he, no. They no. Did. Yeah. I, oh. I went. I, I oh, did have okay. the yeah. So okay, I, yeah, okay. I went downstairs and okay. You know, so that's yeah, what so, I did. That's so, what I was like. Yeah. It, I wasn't sure. It if happened in the church too. So wow, wow. wow. Inside wow. of the and, building, and, and that's wow. how I know, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I was gonna just make a, a quick mm-hmm. note and say, that's how I know something like that happens by deception, mm-hmm. because it makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. Yes. Right? I mean, it really, like, if you look at it, like, if you, like, mm-hmm. kind of take off spirituality for a second and you look at the 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 ROI, the return on investment, <laughs> right? Yep. You invest a text in a moment and the amount you lose. Mm-hmm. Yes. It makes no sense. That's how I know. That's how I know the enemy has the ability to really yep. get us in a place where we don't even see. Yeah. I saw I saw someone that was imprisoned, I think he said for 15 years of his life. 
that um, he said that it was one, he literally, he got out and he made a Facebook post. Mm. It's like one decision, one five minute decision cost me 15 years. And he talks about his emotional, like he's like one minute of not listening to the police officer, one minute of me Shh. doing this, one minute of this, one minute. And he like breaks down of like what happened. Wow. And then, you know, that five minutes cost me 15 years and he literally and he breaks that down and i'm like and he's like there's nothing worth like that five minute of emotional explosion worth 15 years of your life Mm -hmm. and then talks about josh joshua broom Mm -hmm. on one of our episodes i actually think it was when we're just in private conversation was talking about like no 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 30 second of a muscle contraction is worth your marriage. Well, it's not even mm. 30 seconds. Like, right. like, well, that, well, no, he was talking about like that yeah, type yeah, of like, like no like, muscle That's how minute. Right. right. That's and how that small. Moment. Yeah. You know, that's mm. like, I tell people all the time, like, do you understand what the devil's offering mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. It is what the devil's offering you is such a bad trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you looked at it as a, as a uh, investment manager mm-hmm. and, and the devil was like, let me tell you something. <laughs> I got a better <laughs> one. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me give you this pitch. This, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this stock just went the, across my, the my, wor- my desk. The worst shark, shark tank yeah, sale in like, the world. I will, you okay. can have this. I'm good. I'll take all of that. And we say yes to that. Yes, somehow our flesh still desires what we cannot That's have. That's crazy. That's how mm. I know again. That's how I know. Because I knew mm. you at the time too. Mm. That's how I know. There, by the way, I didn't find out about mm. this until... Like way later, I, I yeah. wasn't even like in the loop of all this stuff, which is probably mm-hmm. good. Um, but um, crazy man, yeah. Like yeah. I just like it, that's not Roberto in my mind. Yeah, yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Just, just the hype, the moment, the uh, it was just, um, yeah. I I can see that was not me. Mm-hmm. And um, once it happened, I just I knew. I needed to confess. I didn't have the courage to do it. So I waited mm-hmm. a whole month. Mm-hmm. Um, she was actually getting married in a few months <sighs> after that. And I was doing her hair for her wedding. And she texted me like, hey, can we get weird? Can, can we get over the weirdness that is happening and blah, blah, blah. And I'll just reply back. And I said, do, do you understand what, what you and I did? Like, do you understand it? Mm-hmm. Like, do you do you understand the, the, the weight, the weight yeah. of this? Wow. Mm-hmm. It's like, I told her. Wow. Sorry, but I'm gonna confess. I'm gonna tell my wife, and she started texting me back, like, "No, don't do it. I'm gonna lose my job." Blah blah blah, this and that. And I said, "I know, me too." Mm-hmm. So, I guess it's going down today. Get ready, and um, I just went home. Wow. And f- first of all, he- here's what I did though, um, just to kind of like for people who are listening, um, I didn't have the courage to say it to my wife, mm-hmm. but I have. I had a pastor, uh, mentor, mm-hmm. best friend at the time, and I went up to him first. Mm. And I said, hey, I did this. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew the moment that I told him, he was not going to let me off the hook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he said, uh, I'll give you a week to tell your wife. Mm-hmm. And after a week, if you don't tell your wife, I'm going to tell her. Mm-hmm. So and so he will call me here and there, you know, th- throughout that week. Hey, how's it going? Everything good? When, when are you doing it? Are you ready? Like, you know, and so he kept mm-hmm. checking on me. But the moment I confess, I opened mm-hmm. up about it. Mm-hmm. I knew there was no turning back, mm-hmm. right? So I I went to my wife. I told her about it. Obviously, hell broke loose. <laughs> yeah, man. And it was awful. And um, how she, bad was it? It, oh, it was, man. It was. I mean, we didn't sleep that night at all. Like, and she kept asking me like hundred thousand questions, and mm-hmm. it was just 
very crushing. And what um, do you think it did to your wife? Well, she started. You know, she started. It, it was just. A, it was a lot of different emotions all together. But mm -hmm. amongst those, the one of the biggest ones was, um, what did I do wrong? Mm. that she took it on herself mm -hmm. like that i do something worthlessness wrong. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. it's, it's the insecurity yeah. of that okay I, I didn't deserve your love so you went and found it in another spot exactly yeah and so she did yeah. ask me that question too mm -hmm. like she did yeah. say like did um, am i not enough mm -hmm. and so all these things mm -hmm. is like no it has you don't understand it has nothing to do with that right. What's, i was gonna ask you that question yeah did you not love your wife with all my heart with all your heart with all my heart has she given has she not given you enough love no no, you we weren't were lacking good. love. No, we were not lacking love. Um, where you uh, did she make you frustrated or angry? Not at all. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Best, this is this just best so crazy. Season of our lives. Right. Like if you answer all of the questions and you look at it, and then you you audit your flesh, and you yeah. say why? Yeah. And ninety percent of the time that we, when we hit those moments, just because. So I mm. do. I do. I got a lot of insight from that, and I think mm. this is where. Um, Everything became more clear in the future, of course, mm -hmm. looking back. Um, so part of that whole pornography thing, it, it, most of the time people don't understand how how deep mm -hmm. it goes into oh, yeah. the heart of a man. And so oh, yeah. it, it does a couple of things, you know. So, you know, pornography, it, it releases endorphins, mm -hmm. oxytocin, mm -hmm. and dopamine. And, and it's a cocktail of, mm -hmm. of hormones that yep. you get released. Yep. In a way, sometimes if you're getting free from that or you got some level of freedom, um, that kind of flirting with another girl mm -hmm. just kind of brings the same thing back. Yep. It's just, it's not pornography. You're not watching her, but you're imagining or mm -hmm. you, you're creating that kind of uh, excitement. Mm -hmm. Accelerating. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So so you get a kick of it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a, it's like a drug, literally. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. um, if you mm -hmm. respond to it, then, you know, that's where things go south because mm -hmm. you started getting that that dopamine, that yeah. oxytocin, mm -hmm. that endorphins yeah. getting, mm -hmm. getting high. And so, yeah. uh, but... That's the physical part. The other part is the aspect of the soul. And, mm -hmm. and the soul is um, where, you know, I, I grew up in an in a environment where my parents did the best that they could, you know. But I grew up uh, feeling not validated, you know, mm -hmm. feeling like I needed um, to do stuff to, to mm -hmm. be someone or be something. Yeah. And so um, the Lord started showing me that that I still had all these other roots, all these mm. other things that were very deep in my soul. Because it's super complex, right? Exactly. Like people think it's just one thing. Exactly. But it usually is like there, there's a lot of ramifications. Right. Like yeah. Usually we're, we're actually it. most of the time we're dealing with the fruit. Right. Of the root. Right. And we're right. like, God, I keep pulling these things off. Why does it keep pulling? Yeah. Like, why does it keep producing? Yeah. Well, because yeah. we haven't yeah. actually dealt with the root exactly. of what's really going on. Yep. And and yep. and so those were dealt dealt with right but what was really 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 lacking in my life during that time was that a lot of my battles were fought me trying to accomplish something for god instead of mm. allowing god to do or to be mm. that for me right for example mm. one of the biggest lessons so that i had during that time was um understanding what grace is mm. i don't think in the church world unfortunately we understand what grace is one of the definitions of grace in the Old Testament um, is actually beauty, uh, beauty or attractiveness. Mm -hmm. So, so mm -hmm. to give you context, we talked about you asked me the question. You know, what what made you? What I said pride is pride, mm -hmm. right? It, the Bible says that God gives grace to who? The humble. The humble, right? Mm -hmm. Think about it in this way, in this context. Mm -hmm. If grace is beauty or attractiveness, God 
gives beauty and attractiveness to the humble, right? Mm -hmm. At the same time, grace becomes so attractive and so mm -hmm. beautiful that what happens is you become so overwhelmed by this beauty that you're seeing, that you're mm -hmm. watching, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. sin starts to lose its power. Yes, mm -hmm. come on, man. Because Come that's on. where I started. Mm. Like then I'm not. It's not on my works. Right. It's in my surrender. It's mm. in me surrendering. In mid of, instead of me trying to get something done. Yep. And so for it's me, not willpower. It's not willpower. Mm. I cannot will my power to freedom. You you cannot. Yeah. You yeah. cannot yeah. free yourself. Mm -hmm. It's only the work of grace. Come on. In the revelation of God. Exactly. Like who He is exactly. in your life. Yep. Exactly. So understanding yep. grace for me was a huge key because then. Mm what was happening to me was I was becoming so in love with this grace that everything mm. else was like, why did mm. I even like, so in mm. understanding also, for example, one of the foundational things was love. Mm. I didn't know that I thought I knew God's love. Mm. I didn't, didn't really know his love to the mm. death that God. So Paul prays, I think it's Ephesians three. He says, I love the in a new international version. It says, I pray that you may have power. And some other translations says it differently, but I love how it says it says my power so that you may grasp mm -hmm. and know the love. how high, mm -hmm. how deep, how mm -hmm. wide is the love of Christ mm -hmm. that surpasses all understanding. Mm -hmm. In other words, you cannot understand it. I can tell mm -hmm. you about it. Mm -hmm. You will not understand it. Yep. So God's love cannot be understood. It can only mm -hmm. be revealed. Mm -hmm. He has to reveal it to you. You have mm -hmm. to get to grasp it mm -hmm. and know it. And the word mm -hmm. power literally means it, 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 the way, the best way I can explain it is it's a, it's a catcher and you have a pitcher and the pitcher is throwing the ball and you have the ability to grab, to grasp mm -hmm. it. You, you can, you can grab that mm -hmm. ball really mm -hmm. well. So you become trained. Mm -hmm. Paul was saying, I pray that you may develop the ability to grasp and to hold and mm -hmm. to know this love mm -hmm. so that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Come on. So Come on. If, if I don't know this love, I'm going to try to please Jesus and mm -hmm. God in my own strength my entire life because mm -hmm. that's what I've been taught. Right. And, you're, and you're also going to be thirsty enough to taste things that are not for you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. that things become attractive mm -hmm. because the attractiveness of his grace is not enough. Mm -hmm. You're empty. Yeah. So, you still, so anything mm -hmm. yeah. will, will do. And then, and then the gospel becomes following all these rules. Mm -hmm. And in reality, it... it you know, yes, there has to be, when you're in the battle, you have to have boundaries. So one of the things that I did for boundaries was, you know, um, I wasn't texting any other women uh, that my wife was not included in the text. Mm -hmm. I wasn't emailing any other women. I was having no contact with any other women mm -hmm. to build that trust back, mm -hmm. right? Which is a big deal for a hairstylist. Yes, it was mm -hmm. huge. She was involved. She had access to mm -hmm. everything, mm -hmm. like completely. Mm -hmm. um, that that was a huge deal. Um, we took counseling, mm -hmm. and counseling. One of the biggest lessons in my in doing counseling was this. We we went to this guy and his name uh, Robbie Goss. Mm -hmm. And he With gave Robbie. us the four, the nine steps towards forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Now think about this. This is I'm gonna give you guys something that I've never heard before. I only heard it from him. Mm -hmm. And in the church world, I think we get it like we get it wrong, right? Mm -hmm. So he was saying forgiveness is the step number nine. And I was mm -hmm. like, what? That's really weird. So he started breaking it down because he, he was first like acknowledgement and then mm -hmm. you have to like, you know, embrace the pain and you got to like, and he was like naming mm -hmm. all that. So like, how about the, you walk, walk us through those nine steps I don't, in your story? I, I don't, well, Is that okay? I don't have it with me right now. Okay, like, okay, I, okay. I have it. I can look it up. We can post them uh, under. Mm -hmm. For uh, sure. People have them. For sure. But at the same time, 
I was able to understand what he was saying. Mm. I I did disagree a little bit because I will I will say that forgiveness is the beginning step and the last one at the same time. Mm-hmm. For, uh, forgiveness is the starting point mm-hmm. and is the healing process at the mm-hmm. same time. So right. what his point was that forgiveness does take place when you can remember that incident mm-hmm. and you don't feel any remorse, mm-hmm. any anger, mm-hmm. any frustration, yeah. no more. Bitterness, right. yeah. He's like, right. that's when you completely right. f- forgave, yeah. you know? Yeah. This- but at the same time, you have you got to start by faith. Right. It's a it's an act of faith right. and it's a healing process. It's both. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's it's, there's the statement that I, I uh, particularly when when I was going through some stuff within my family, the statement of forgiveness takes one person, reconciliation takes two. Damn. And so like that alone, like I can forgive you and you can forgive me, and that's just between our own selves. That's between our own souls and the Lord, right? Our own bitterness. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop drinking poison, expecting someone right. else to draw, die. Right. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop that, right? Um, but now for us to reconcile, right? For us to actually heal, yep. it's actually going to take us. Now, yep. now we have to walk through this, you know. Yep. And I think that's I think that perfectly blends with that. Like forgiveness is step one and last step. <laughs> like, it's yep. like, exactly. It really, I think that's perfect. It, it's yeah. the entry yeah. level, yeah. and it's at the same time yeah. it's the exit. It's the level. ending. Yeah, yeah it's sure. actually it's like the beginning of I'm gonna forgive you, but then also at the end it's like. I really forgive you. I really yeah, like I really forgive. It's as far as east is from the west. It's like us with the Lord. Like like, wait a minute. So Lord, you never remember my sin. That's crazy. By the way, that not remembering sin doesn't make sense until you until you've experienced true forgiveness, Mm -hmm. right? And then you know what that feels like to not remember. Mm -hmm. It's not that you literally don't remember, right? It's that. You mm. don't remember it with the ill feeling, with right. the bitterness, it define with the wickedness. Your, your, yeah. It doesn't yeah. define who you are mm. and what you do right. towards right. it. You know what I mean? Right. So, mm. so knowing His grace, mm. knowing so His love, um, getting counseling and understanding what forgiveness mm. was, um, and then walking with other people because during that season, Bernard and Liz mm. were key people that they literally walked mm. with us through that mm. healing process. We had a community. Mm-hmm. And you know Pastor Bernard is uh, his son's um, godfather. Yeah, his godfather. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Pastor B and I have a special connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah. he's yeah. freaking bomb. So yeah. his wife and yeah. him, he walked with me and his wife with my wife, yeah. and um, she kept my wife in check. Mm-hmm. And she was raw and honest with my wife. Mm-hmm. And my wife was I wrong. And she was Elizabeth. like, "Nope, <laughs> that's not that's not for you to carry, mm. bro." And by the way, I feel like one of the reasons why why I feel like some some. Couples don't heal as well, mm. you know. It it wasn't an easy journey, was no, it? No, it was not. It wasn't. Even though you had the right resources, mm. the right people next to you, yep. you had counseling, you two were willing, like all that stuff. It was hard, hard Very journey. Hard. Mm. And you know something that I tell people all the time, like when it comes to like marriage, is that I really grieve for the marriages that don't have counterparts to keep spouses in check right like you just said about pastor bernard's wife with with your wife because this is the thing like most people in the world or most most people can easily find somebody to both to to um amplify their unforgiveness right to Mm -hmm. amplify their bitterness to Mm -hmm. amplify right and uh because they get they get kind of a little bit of a kick out of it you know they're 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 it's it's weird um misery loves company but but what's so hard and i'm i'm so bro i'm so i just love you guys (laughs) like both of you so much and uh and i'm so impressed with both of you guys Mm. um of course, it's not on your own strength, right. but I just I have a high level of pride for you too because even for Janice to allow somebody 
to be raw and keep her in check as as she as didn't she, do anything oof, yeah. and she and yeah. bro that's crazy I like know. it's crazy to put yourself through a process where somebody's keeping you in check and it wasn't even your fault right right mm-hmm. but she's but she's open and willing right and she understands that unforgiveness is not a fruit of god's spirit exactly and so exactly. and so she had so so god's expectation of her which is hard it's a hard right, teaching right. it's like drink my blood and well, eat my flesh well, <laughs> well here's where i will tell you though um my wife's level, my wife's value for freedom, mm. it's so much more higher mm. than the level of her pain. Mm-hmm. Mm. So wait, she's a truth seeker too. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So if you value freedom, true mm. freedom in Christ, where you mm. want to like walk it out, your pain is not going to be enough to excuse mm. you from actually finding well, it's, it. It's telling, it's telling your flesh, get in line. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to soul, flesh. Mind, will, and emotions, this sucks a billion percent. Yep. Your feelings are valid, but my spirit and Holy Spirit is mm. leading me. And yep. bro, it's it's oh it's it's the it's a statement of like, you know, tighten up your bootstraps and keep moving. You right. know, like you you may have gotten hit, you may be on down, but like you gotta keep pressing, right? Like don't don't build your house in hell as you're going through it. Right. You well, know, like and it you takes just a maturity too. Oh yep. yeah, dude. That just it takes a maturity just, I, I to long, like, I long yeah. for freedom over my pain. Bro, so many people build their house in pain Let's because go, that's a version that they are become so comfortable with. It's he, easy. He, oh. Here's something that I like to tell oh. people uh when it comes to pain. Uh Pain, pain is supposed to be my servant, not my ruler. Mm. Pain is supposed to serve me because my challenges are not to define what I, what I do or who I am. It, so when you, and, and this is something that is also super important mm. too, to understand is like pain is temporary, growth is eternal. Mm-hmm. The pain that you're going through Come on. right now, Come on. it has an ending, but the growth that you get through it yeah. It will never end. Yeah. It will go with you wherever you yeah. go and it will help you. So for us, that the question. Well, let me finish, let me finish that. No, shot, well, that on, on the pain statement. Okay. So okay, pain, okay. I just on that on that exact statement you just made. So growth is eternal. So do you think as humanity, do you think we can actually um extend that ending date of pain? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, our choices will definitely mm. well either mm. it will it will the expiration date will be longer or it will right. be shorter. It's it almost like we wrote an addendum. Yeah. It's yeah. like we wrote down an addendum yeah. to the contract of like, so you're unwilling to be real during this time. Okay, extension of six yeah. months, and it's like yeah. we extend our deadline of 100%. actually being free from the pain. So if pain was in a jar, and it was in your pantry, the preservative for pain is that is the comfortability of mm-hmm. like because Janice. Saw in her pain, she mm. saw a, a lie she mm. needed to overcome. Right. Mm. Right. Mm. So that lie preserves your pain. Right. Mm. And the longer you, you keep that lie, yep. the longer you can go in that mm. pantry and find that pain and and drink and experience take a sip, it. And, take a and, hit and, real and quick. If yeah. you dwell, if you if you hit because you know, I, I grew up with with a, uh, a mom who was cheated on mm. and um and she experienced that pain for twenty years. Mm. Right. It defined her. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's so yeah. sad. It changed the way she talked to me about my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. and and so pain can even become like almost your lord. Feel, almost yeah. feel like a life sentence. Yeah, because if you're if you're not careful, you'll just keep feeding the sourdough. Mm. You'll keep feeding it, and then the pain. Because dude, that's such a such a profound, profound statement man. of of in reality, pain should have a deadline. Yep. 
And guess what? Pain means I actually need to feel it. Yeah. That's a lot of people are terrified to feel pain. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are afraid to be alone. A lot of people are afraid to do the work. I, and, I, I, I like to, mm. Uh, mm. There, I have a, a way of calling the right pain is called beautiful pain. Mm -hmm. And beautiful pain is the pain that is chosen, mm -hmm. right? Because it will, it will hurt to heal. It will hurt mm -hmm. as hell as well. Mm -hmm. If you choose to confront your pain, mm -hmm. it will hurt a lot. Mm -hmm. It's easier to manage it by hiding it. Come on. It's easier. Come on. It will stay longer and it will right. fester longer. It right. will do a lot of things that right. will define your life. It's the but, wounds. But, but, oh. but choosing to oh. confront it, it will mm. be very, very painful mm -hmm. in that moment. Mm -hmm. Long term, though, your healing will be mm -hmm. will make you stronger. Right. And so you'll carry your, right. your scars. Right. And, and your scar and, will tell the testimony of Jesus, exactly. man. So what's, oh. what's the quality? Oh. Yeah. What's the quality that allows a person to, to face their pain? Your value for freedom. You have mm -hmm. to value freedom. You you cannot be someone passive about. If if you truly truly want to walk in the freedom and the fullness of mm -hmm. that you were created for, you have to value freedom so much that pain loses its power in the sense of you know what, I know it sucks right now. But I can see myself, like mm. Hebrews says that Christ suffered the cross because of the joy mm. that was ahead of him. Set before him. It, yeah. it, he, so knew, he knew yeah. ahead of him there mm. was something so much more greater. Come on. You have to have that perspective. You have to have that mm. hope. And they, here's where the foundational of, uh, the, of how love, God's love gives you that hope. Uh, Romans 5 says that, that trials built... Um, uh, it gives you mm -hmm. character. Mm -hmm. Character brings, um, um, so perseverance, right? Perseverance mm -hmm. or patience, depending mm -hmm. on what translation. Mm -hmm. Perseverance, and then perseverance produces character. Character mm -hmm. produces hope, mm -hmm. right? And then mm -hmm. here's the key. The next verse says, and hope will never disappoint. Come on. Never disappoint yep. because God's love has been poured out inside of mm -hmm. us through the Holy Spirit. Here's the thing. Come on. Will you be disappointed? Probably. Will hope God's hope disappoint you? No, nope, never. Because what it does is God's love breaks Come all on. the shame, all Bro, the guilt. Can you imagine getting a haircut with this guy talking about? No, but that's so, so amazing. So it, it is His love, it, it is God's Come love on. that helps you to Come look on. into the future and yes. be like, "This is gonna be great." I'm gonna set joy before Him, exactly. Even so, though I scorning death. Yep. Scorning cross and its shame. Yep. The, I've never been to the point of temptation of sweating blood like Jesus in the garden. Yes. Never been that point. Resisting, because yeah. Jesus was resisting. Because in that moment, he said, Lord, hey, if this cup could pass. Right. <laughs> like it was, right. it was, hey, if you, and, but yet he took yeah. humility and he took pain and he said, there's an end date. Mm -hmm. He said, there's joy mm. on the back end. And he kept moving. He saw all of oh, us. Bro. Bro. <laughs> and if you mm. are walking through this, you need to see, mm -hmm. you need to ask the Lord probably that give you the faith to see you and your mm -hmm. spouse or you mm -hmm. and your spouse and your family on the other end, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. I want to ask you a question, man, because I feel like we've been talking a lot about pain and pain is a big part of this. But one thing we try to do a lot in our podcast too is to uh, talk about just uh, men, mm -hmm. you know? And and um, I just, I really feel like... Um, I really feel like it starts with us, mm -hmm. you know. Um, it did. It started with yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, it started with us, right? So, um, 
So I wanted to ask you in regards to um, like just being a man and being a husband and a father. Um, what are some things that God did in you in this process and that revealed to you as a man, as the as the as the protector of your wife, as the um, as the um, yeah the man of your house, as just as a as a son? Um, what are some of those things that? Because, you know, we're talking about Janice and, you know, enduring the pain and like, so we're talking about her, right? Like endure the pain, get to the other side, right. you know? And yeah, she didn't yeah. pick this this pain. She didn't, you know, and there's mm -hmm. anytime there's unfaithfulness, there's one spouse that didn't choose it, mm -hmm. right? right? But then there's also the other side, the, the other spouse that also has to, more than the, although there is pain, more than the pain, they have to go through the, the growing steps of becoming the spouse that understands why that's not the way, right? Mm -hmm. Right, and so, what happened to you in that regard? Guys, this next question is going to be only for our subscribers on our Patreon. So thank you so much for subscribing and we'll see you there on the Patreon. What he was really telling me is like, so here, here's something that is super cool about that, that one verse. He says, um, I'll give you the ends of the earth as your inheritance. Inheritance comes by bloodline. Mm. You don't have to do anything about it. Come on. You just, you're just a son and you are an heir, mm -hmm. but possession comes by maturity. Come on. Mm. Come on. You can only possess that mm. which you're right, you're, you're, up you're to, capable mm. of receiving. Wow, bro. <laughs> so. <laughs> the, the statement is funny that you say that because I think of inheritance, I think of as, as a child, like I, even to this day, when I walk into my parents' house, I don't ask them if I can go into the fridge. Exactly. I just walk into the fridge. You're an heir. I open the door. It's yours. Grab some chocolate milk. Yep. Drink the chocolate milk. Yep. And say, I love you, mom. Love you, dad. Close yep. the door. But yet people that don't understand that, we go into the kingdom of God and we beg and we plead and we're like, God, I just don't understand. I don't think I deserve peace. I don't deserve healing. I don't deserve all these things. Yep. And we, yet God's like, that's, that's just... Yeah, it's part of it's, it's, part actually, of it. it's yours. If you, it's yours. If you are adopted into you were dead and now you're alive and now you're my son but now you you're all of the fruit of the spirit the singular it's not fruits it's actually just fruit the fruit of the spirit is all right. of these things in one you actually all of these things are in the capability of your yep. spirit on capability the side of and that's, like, a, and, that's a key word right. because what you're saying about possession right. right that's what i mean is that you could have everything in your account mm -hmm. yep right yep but Paul, Paul says in, in yep. Galatians, even though a son yep. is an heir to everything, he's treated yep. as a servant because yep. he's immature. Yes. Right? Yes. So, yes. So, so uh, good. What, what happened to me was mm. going back to the very basic, uh, and this is where maturity truly, where, this is where maturity comes from. Not by doing, but by being. Mm -hmm. Amen. When, I, when Amen. I know I'm a son, I am loved. You, you know what I thought? I thought I blew God's plan for my life. I thought mm. I blew it up. Mm. And that's, listen, if you're a son and you are that deeply loved by God, there's no way you can blow his plan when you know who you are. Mm. If you don't know who you are, you blew it up because you keep doing stupid stuff, right? Mm. So he was bringing me back to this entry level of like, you're my son. And 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 I remember um, one of the very funny things with him asking me about the nations and then and then and then the next thing he's he said uh i, I never seen this before but here's here's the really important point and i think this is for any man that is listening to this mm -hmm. i i hope that they get this because this is so important he brought me to peter when peter is telling jesus i will never deny you mm -hmm. right i will never deny you mm -hmm. and he's like peter 
I already prayed for you because mm -hmm. Satan was wanting to swift you. Sift. Come on. So when you do what you're going to do, what you're going to deny mm -hmm. me, come back and strengthen my brothers, mm -hmm. your brothers. So in other words, Jesus never stopped Peter from denying him. Mm -hmm. He actually knew he was going to do it. Mm -hmm. So the Lord told me, he's like, I knew you were going to do it. When you're ready, come back and strengthen my people. Mm -hmm. So in other words, it gave me a level of freedom. And I'm like, I'm a son. I'm going to make mistakes. But when I know who I am and I'm established, because then like I, you, you get to notice how Peter is so like, I love, I'm never going to, I love you, Lord. I'm never going to deny you. Your love mm -hmm. is on your own strength. Mm -hmm. And then you have the beloved disciple. <laughs> <laughs> John's just like that, that's quiet John, and didn't John, yeah. didn't boast yeah. about his love for Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Other than in Jesus book. has love for him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I noticed that my entire life as a believer, all my life, I was mm -hmm. always boasting about God's love, my love, Your love for the Lord, for Him, yeah. my love mm -hmm. for Him, my love for you. Mm -hmm. Nah, nah, fool. Mm -hmm. Nah, fool. <laughs> First John says that those who who overcome the world, mm -hmm. the loss of the flesh, mm -hmm. and the loss of the eye, something like that, and pride of the life. Pride, yeah. pride of life. Yeah. It says it it they 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 overcome because the love of the Father mm -hmm. is in them, mm -hmm. not the love for the Father. Amen. The love of mm -hmm. the Father and me understanding. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm a beloved son. I am deeply loved, and the more I get to let His love come in, the fullness of God will come inside of my life. Then I get to mature. That's what mm. brings maturity. Mm. Not me doing all this Christian work, which mm. you, we should. Mm -hmm. We should make decisions that are smart and wise. What's the obedience? If right. you love the Lord, you will obey from, my commandments. Not for. Yes. Exactly. Yes. 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 Exactly. Yes. So yeah. for me as a man, knowing, going back to that basic mm. of like, hey, you're mm. a beloved son and um, you, you're an heir. Ask me mm. for it. But, mm. but you're going to possess mm. when you mature. And you mature in that love. Because that is, the, that is think about this. Jesus tells the disciples, he, he shows up, he tells the, the girls, hey, go tell the guys. And, um, and they start running. Peter start running and J John start running. Mm -hmm. Who gets first to the tomb? John. John. Why? <laughs> He's very specific. He's the freaking beloved son. <laughs> he knows. Why? Love makes you go faster than anything else mm. in the right way. Mm. If you're loved. If you're mm. loved. Mm. Who got in the tomb, inside of the tomb? Peter stayed outside. Mm. Wow. John went in. There's no mm. fear. Mm. He wants to know. He knows his Lord. Confidence well, into yeah. the throne of grace is exactly. what it makes me think who of. Is actually, exactly. Who is actually at the foot of the cross? Who was entrusted with, with Jesus' mm. mom? Mm -hmm. With Mary? Mm -hmm. John. Mm -hmm. And I started realizing, what the heck? Bro, Peter is trusted with the church. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. John is trusted with Jesus' mom. Damn. <laughs> Bro. That's deep, man. That is so profound. Mm. Think about this. One's the who, bride. Who who One's got the mama. most revelation in scripture? Mm -hmm. John. John. Who is the one that actually Peter kind of gets annoyed that Jesus says, some of you will die, some of you won't. And Peter's like, bro, come on, man. Why do I got to die? Son. But then guess what happens, though? This is what I love about the Peter story, about, you know, his story. Is at the end of his life. He says, I ain't even worthy, mm -hmm. my Savior, to die like him. The love that he has for me, I've, I'm not even worthy of dying like him. 
like that type of understanding that that as Peter continues in the church, like it gets me just wrapped up like the, the, the love that Peter has after he goes mm-hmm. home. Once Jesus says, Hey, here you go. It's better for me to go. Holy spirit's for you. Right. Move forward. Wait, you know, Pentecost comes and then we see Peter shift yeah. in a way of understanding the love that Yeshua had for him. And even then, even, even in the phrase, though, because I, I think of like the, I'm not even worthy to die like my, my mm, savior. Mm. It kind of, mm. it kind of, it's so consistent with Peter though. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, Lord, oh, I love it's it. Like, I love he's it. Like, because because oh. I wonder if John would have been crucified. I wonder if he would have been concerned about his own worth. Get what, you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I wonder if he would have been concerned about his own worth in relation to Christ because, as you said, John just had such a deep understanding of the love God had for him. And so I, I, I think what I'm hearing you say is that the greatest work God did in you as a man mm-hmm. was to have love. To be loved. To, to allow to really, God's love to, to get really receive deep in it, my heart. be convinced of it. Yep. So, so, so let me ask you practically: How did that affect your marriage? Oh, my friend, it gave me boldness. So, perfect love casts out what fear, right? Because those who don't love, they mm-hmm. fear what punishment. Punishment. Mm-hmm. So, if you were, I was unfaithful. I thought I was gonna experience and i thought i deserve punishment mm. which is why you were like fire me this yeah. like you were like you were, you were checking I, punishment is it's yeah so funny. you yeah. were checking the boxes in you're the beginning yourself. you yeah. were you were checking the boxes True. of like i'm not gonna fall away yeah and then once you fall into temptation and sin you're like now you start checking well judgment i deserve punishment right I deserve, like you start well, checking all the then, same and yeah. then you hear the lord say yeah. ask me for the nations and i'm mm-hmm. like no i don't want the freaking mm-hmm. nation i deserve punishment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So with letting God's mm. love in, mm. what does it it kicks fear in the butt and you mm. become more bold because then you're like, no, God, God paid, he paid a price for me to have abundant life. He paid Come a on. price for me to have a great marriage. Mm. He paid a price for me for me to have purpose and everything. Mm. I didn't blow up anything. Mm. And so starting to allow that love, it just gave me like this understanding. I do not, although in my humanity, I deserve punishment mm-hmm. in Christ. I do not. Mm-hmm. And everything that Christ is, is for me too. Can you please explain that concept? Well, because- Even though, please do, because that is such a massive mystery of what the gospel actually does. Well, because- Is, yeah, yeah. Well, here's, man, we can go so deep, but- I know. Basically, basically what, what happens is without Christ, I deserve punishment. I deserve hell. I deserve everything. In Christ, I deserve everything that he paid for me to have. Mm-hmm. Everything John says that as he is, so are we in mm-hmm. this world. Come on. How is Jesus right now in front of the Father? He's right. in glory. Right. So people say, oh, God doesn't never share his glory. Well, he did in freaking John. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he said, it, 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 Yes. Yeah. He said, well, yeah. my glory I give to you. Yep. Well, what is God's glory? Think about from this. Glory to glory. Exactly. We go from glory to glory. <laughs> what 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 is his glory? Well, Moses asked, he said, Hey, mm-hmm. show me your glory. And he said, I'm gonna have my goodness pass. Mm-hmm. And you can't Go- see it. Goodness and glory are connected. Mm. God's goodness reveals God's glory. Mm. And his glory is always with its goodness. There's no way that mm. they're separated. You cannot mm. separate one from the other. So when Jesus is saying, I'm giving you my glory. He's saying, I'm actually revealing to you my goodness so that you understand how good I am. Mm -hmm. And so in Christ, I get to have 
everything that belongs to him. Same prayers, mm, same answers, stuff. On. Everything that belongs to him belongs to me now. And, and Jesus went one step further. You will do even greater things. I, All it, right, it, it's over. It just, it, it literally, it makes me want to flip tables. Well, it's, it's so profound. Because I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, wait a minute. Lord, you, who, ha. Ah. It's like the two statements that confound me that Yeshua said. is number one, it's better for me to go. I'm like, ha, ah, wait a minute. What? It's better for me to go that Holy Spirit would come, right? So that was number one. Number two, yeah, you will do greater works than I. I'm like, mm. What? That's just, those are two statements that from his mouth that I'm like, that hurts my two pound brain mm. because it just, it logically, even, well, even knowing the word, pounds, but I've got a two pound brain, I'm a small bro, I'm a two pound brain, I'm like, I've got a small little one. Um, I'm joking, I'm joking. It's okay, it's small. You, uh, you, you like, you give me that alley, right? Like, bro, just I'm not here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Cranked it, bro. Um, but just uh, that, those are two statements that confound me because- all of those things, even even the moments you see Yeshua, like there's there's one time we see him standing at the right hand of God, and that's when you know Philip was was going down, and I'm like, or Stephen, Stephen, um, when when he was being martyred, right? Mm. And I'm like, whew, like there's so many moments where the Lord's just sitting, mm. just sitting next to the King, and yet we're right. Says so you're you're seated with me, right, in the heavenly places. Like there's so there's so much depth to the word. There's so much depth to what Yeshua speaks of. There's so much mystery to things. I'm just like, gosh, Lord, your ways are so much higher than mine. And, like, again, it, uh, it, it goes back uh, to knowing, grasping mm -hmm. that, that power to grasp yes. and to know his love. Yes, and yes, I'll, I'll yes, tell you yes, this one yes. story because I think this really, really illustrates perfectly. When my son was born, he was a newborn baby. We were here in the States. I, um, I did not love my son. I did not love him. I, I actually was upset that mm. he was born because in mm. my mind, in my short little mm. egocentric mind, I thought he was one point one pound brain. <laughs> one pound brain, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he was he was he he was the reason why God's plan was not working out for me, right? Wow. And so obviously that was very sub mm. subconscious. I, I wasn't mm. even aware that I was sure. the mm. Holy Spirit had to reveal it for me later on. But I remember that when he was born, I knew that I did not love him. So there was this song, He Loves Us, mm -hmm. from um, yeah. uh, Matt. Matt um, Redmond. Redmond, yeah. yeah. So he loves us. Oh, he, how he loves mm -hmm. us. I used to sing that song to my son every single day. Oh, mm -hmm. he loves us. Oh, how he loves Every single day. Every mm -hmm. single day. Every Because mm -hmm. my desire was, I mean, I'm like, my lack of love for him, I was like hoping that God's love would flow through my singing to him. Mm -hmm. That was my desire. Fast forward. Now my mm -hmm. wife is pregnant with Joshua, I mean with Mariah, with our second, and um, Janice is having massive, uh, uh, you know, morning sickness. She was mm -hmm. very sick, very ill to the point that she was borderline doing nothing in the house. Mm -hmm. She couldn't do anything, and so yeah. I was doing all the Christian things to do, right? <laughs> Anointing her, yeah. praying scripture over yeah. her, you know, declaring things, doing <laughs> all the things that I was told to do. Just checking the box, <laughs> checking the list, right? And one day I'm going to this uh, prayer service and um, I had this massive encounter with God where his love just came upon me in such a way. And I had this image, this vision, and in the vision, um, I was singing to my son, like mm -hmm. Joshua, but in the, but in the, in the image, uh, in the vision, what I was my son and God was singing over me. Mm -hmm. And so he was singing over mm -hmm. his love for me, how I love you, how I mm -hmm. love you, oh, how I love you. But mm -hmm. I could feel in the vision, mm -hmm. God's 
desperation for mm. me to know his love. Because mm. you probably didn't love your son because you, lo- you didn't receive God's love for yourself. Exactly. Mm. And so I remember mm. that he, he asked me this. He said, I, I need you to surrender the fixer. Mm. And then he started talking to me about how the fixer feels mm. good when he can fix things, but mm. feels awful when he cannot. Mm. And we're not supposed to operate as a fixer. We're not supposed to fix our marriage. We're not supposed mm. to fix our relationships. We're supposed to surrender it and to know his love. And so he said, once you get to know my love, everything else will change. And I got this incredible mm. boldness. I started bawling my eyes out. Mm. And just crying, crying, mm. crying. I remember a lady came out to She was so concerned. Are you okay, son? I'm like, yeah, yeah, don't <laughs> give me the courtesy blanket. Okay. I need it right now. <laughs> but, but here's what happened, though. That love that come on. gave me such a boldness. I remember mm. I texted Janice and I said, today, your morning sickness, it's over. And she replied back saying, amen. Like, I, I knew mm. she was like, Christian easy. She's agreeing. You know, like, yeah. No, I said, no, you don't understand. Mm. Today, it's over. Mm-hmm. Because I had this crazy, bald faith in my mind. I thought, if God loves me that much, Come on. how will he not give me what I'm asking for mm-hmm. right now? How can a good father give me a stone when he I'm asking for He will give it to bread? me. Like I yeah. knew. I just knew it. Yeah. And that day, boom, it was Go broken. Wow. Everything on. that she was going through was broken. Come on. So, so, so I, you know, I love, I love that you're, you're talking about, because I really think like the bottom line, it's. I really don't think the gospel is very complicated. It's, it's a mystery, <laughs> yeah, but it's really not at its core is not complicated. And I love that you are saying that receiving God's love. So if I if I had to diagnose it, go back right, I'd say that Roberto was a man so in love with himself as in in his own performance, mm-hmm. which really was insecurity. Yep, because he had always felt like he needed to earn mm-hmm. and perform. And so being married was not enough for him because right. he still needed to earn something, right. st- still needed to win something over, yep. which for single men, women is that, yep. right? Um, not all, but for yeah. a lot of single men. Yeah. And so I feel like what I'm hearing you say is that in this process of healing with your wife, what God showed you is that you were so loved. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to earn it. You didn't have to get a new thing, yep. a new person. You didn't have to win another accomplishment. You were just a loved son. Yep. Um, which is so basic. <laughs> Sounds basic. But it's extremely hard to actually be convinced of in your heart. Yep. It's the simplicity. Right? It's the statement of the, the gospel is simple. It's not easy. So that's, right. that's that statement. Well, again, yeah. it has to be revealed. It cannot just mm-hmm. be understood. Amen. Right? Amen. I can tell it's, you it's right revelation. Now, people can right. be listening right now. And yep. the, it, revelation mm. has to come. Come on. It has to. It the rhema word yep. has to be for you. It has to be received. It has to be understood. And, oh, dude, don't, don't get me fired up. In so, that. Yeah. So, yeah. so let me ask you this. So, be here for another two hours. So I know. So, <laughs> so you um, start going through this revelation. And I don't think we are ever done with with realizing God's love for us, right? Always praying the same prayer. No. Mm. Give us a power to understand as all pe- God's people should, right? I think that's the way it starts. How how deep, how wide, all that stuff, the love of God. But so take us like through the journey. So you guys start getting together with um, uh, Pastor B and his wife and you're, you're going through this whole process. How about you tell me what was the hardest part of the whole process? And, and, and tell me also, what was a moment when you felt like things were looking up? 
Mm. Dang, I remember that day though. It Let's was go. a specific day, very clear. Come on, bro. I can't wait to hear it. Oh my God. Yes. I just get emotional just thinking about that. Huh. Let me let me start with that because that's so fresh in my mind. Okay. That, that so so when I confessed to her, it was in September. It was probably a few days before our anniversary, which made it even harder mm-hmm. for us. And so mm-hmm. um, it, September, October, November, December, and um, the beginning of the year, the first January 1st, I will never forget that day, man. I was in my son's room, and, man, I was just worshiping the Lord. I, we, I had music, and I was... I think it was like cleaning his diapers. I don't, I don't know what the heck I was doing. I was doing something. Being a dad. Being a dad, <laughs> yeah. And she was in the shower and she was uh, also worshiping in the shower. And she was like going, I could, I could hear her mm-hmm. going crazy. But I was also in my zone at the same time. And it was just like going wild after Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, there's nothing else I did. So, I, because at this point, I don't care. About, I don't care about position. I don't care about success. I don't care about... Mm-hmm. Uh, money. I don't care about any of the things that used to consume me. I just, God, I, I just want you more than anything else. I just mm-hmm. want you. I want my family, my marriage to be restored. I just, and I'm just grateful. And I was just in this attitude of gratitude. It was just like, mm-hmm. I was just in it in the moment. And I remember my wife came out of the uh, bathroom and um, still with the towel on <laughs> and she was just like <laughs> sobbing. And um, she is... Mm-hmm crying and i'm crying and i don't know why i'm crying i just know god mm-hmm. is like there with me something's and she, moving and yes. just so powerful and she comes over me and she gives me the biggest hug and we we both started weeping mm-hmm. and weeping and weeping and weeping and crying and we just knew in that moment there mm-hmm. was something new happening mm-hmm. whatever happened the past couple of months whatever mm-hmm. took place it didn't matter anymore mm-hmm. it didn't matter anymore we were so consumed Mm. by God's grace and his love and his beauty and mm. the restoration of how he was he took us from this super dark moment to like this beautiful bright and I remember it was such a bright day as well it was just mm. like perfect it was like the beginning of the year we both heard the Lord saying I'm doing something new mm. I'm doing something new Praise and God. I'm telling you ever since that moment mm. we were like very easy to to mm. to I don't know. It was a whole breakthrough. Wow. Uh, it was a big breakthrough um, for me. I think for both of us, one of the biggest things to overcome was shame mm-hmm. and guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, shame, uh, guilt is about what you you did something wrong, and but shame tells you you are wrong. There's something wrong mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, that knowing, um, yeah, there might be something wrong with how I feel, and you know, whatever. There's nothing wrong with me as a son. As a, mm-hmm. as a son of God, like in the way he sees me and the way he values me, mm-hmm. he, I need to receive everything that belongs to Christ. And so overcoming that shame, we wanted to change churches and the Lord said no. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes... This because is, this is the church you were attending is a church where all this yep, happened. Yeah, we so, wanted to leave. And this yeah. is very mm-hmm. important. If you're in a church environment that is unhealthy and, and you go through this, leave for sure. Don't mm-hmm. stay. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a healthy environment... Most likely the Lord will not ask you to leave because he wants you to confront your shame. Mm. Anything that is going to remove you or mm. make it easier for you to not confront your shame, mm. it's, I don't think it's God. Mm. God is, can, I, can you, can you, can I ask you a question, man? Um, I'm sorry. I just like everything, all your answers are so powerful. I just feel like I just want to keep asking you stuff. 
What would you define as an unhealthy environment? Yes, that's a very good question. An environment that will not, an environment that will not walk with you in that journey. We had people that were walking with us in that mm -hmm. journey that were not allowing us to be by ourselves, that were mm -hmm. checking on us. Mm -hmm. Hey, how are you guys doing? Checking like mm -hmm. even a text. Maybe not too close because sometimes you do need the distance mm -hmm. to kind of like, you know, yeah. recover. Yeah. Um, but they were a little text here, a little phone call here. Hey, we're thinking about you guys. Hey, praying for you. That that letting us know we're here with you or for you mm -hmm. is very, very important. Mm -hmm. And no one was taking anybody's side. You mm -hmm. cannot take a it was, side. It was a unit side. Yes, exactly. It was, it was the marriage's side. That's a, big, that's a big deal. That's critical. Yes, that's a big that's deal. So good. Because what, what is it? What is it? Well, let me ask you, were there people that took sides? There was one person. One person. So, but, so, so, so tell us, because, because the reason why I ask you this question is very, very purposefully because I feel like marriages, especially when the marriages are in a hard place, it can be hard for some spouses to discern who is actually working right. against right. what they're trying to fix. Yep. And so I just, I, I, I long for you to give us some context in that regard because I feel like there are some people watching now who who need to let go of some relationships, yep. need to get away from some environments. And so why might those environments look like right. that for people to kind of be discerning, this right. is probably things I should be looking for that are not good for right. us. Right. So let me just say this. In that marriage, both parties have to be in a context of repentance, mm -hmm. right? If there's no repentance, if the person who did wrong doesn't feel that there's anything wrong, and if the person who's feeling the bitterness doesn't think and there's anything wrong with that bitterness, then that is very, very hard to deal mm -hmm. with. I don't think restoration should take place. Mm -hmm. And anyone that will inspire towards that, oh, no, you just like I have a family member who was like, but what you did, it was just only one time. Mm. Like, mm. Uh, and... Right, right, right. Like that's enough for me to justify what mm -hmm. I did? Like, yeah, yeah. are you kidding me? No way. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to justify it. I'm not going to put myself down either. Mm -hmm. So here, here's here's mm -hmm. where humility- Not here, not here. It, right. It, it's, it's the, like, I no, sin. Let, let me tell you this. This is super important because humility <laughs> yeah. lives between the celebration Stop of our clapping. greatness. <laughs> listen, listen. Talk hum about humility it. lives between the celebration of our greatness and our acknowledgement of our brokenness. Mm. Those two have to, those two tension had to be together. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh. Say that again. Say that again. Humility Bruh. exists between the celebration of our greatness and the acknowledgement of our brokenness. Mm -hmm. Those two tensions had to be held together. Mm -hmm. If people that are walking with you are not celebrating who you are, not mm -hmm. what you did. Now, what you did, mm. who you are as a person, as a son and daughter of Christ, mm -hmm. and they're not seeing your brokenness at the same time, mm -hmm. they might not have the eyes to help you out. In other words, you need people who love you and encourage you, Yep. but don't give you an excuse for your sin. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Both, right? Exactly. If you have people who give you an excuse for your sin and just encourage you and love you, it's not good because it doesn't help you repent. Mm -hmm. nope. It doesn't help you walk out mm -hmm. living your holy life before Christ. And if you live, if and if you have people who only point to your sin, right, and don't encourage you, 
then they just drive you deeper into exactly. shame. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. shame. And you want to walk out of that shame, not mm-hmm. into shame. Right. I mean, shame right. is really, really dangerous. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that my therapist actually did mm-hmm. dealt with me a lot mm-hmm. because it's like, yeah, yeah, shame will tell you there's something wrong with you as an individual. And if you think mm-hmm. there's something wrong with you, then guess what? You're going to keep doing wrong things. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep seeing it. If you, you keep looking yeah. for a red you're punch buggy, you're going to keep it. finding it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so having that healthy environment you know, in a in a church community context is mm-hmm. extremely important. Walking mm-hmm. it out, um, having those people, um, it, it's extremely important. And so mm-hmm. I will say if anything that helps you walk out of that, an environment like that, then stay there, you know, nurture that, um, confront mm-hmm. your shame, uh, your guilt, and then walk out of, you know, mm-hmm. walk out that healing. Um, but, you know, it's just, um, yeah. Yeah, outside of that, I don't think you should just stay in a place. Yeah, man, that's that's really important. I think having the right people is very important. And um, just to make a quick mention, like I um, I really grieve for like uh, marriages that are going through hard times and have uh, spouses who have friends who are like, yeah, leave them, you know, oh, yeah. uh, and, and all that stuff. And it's like there's a because you know what the other thing is is that people who are who, people who are miserable want company as well right yeah, right loves and company. so right yeah, and yeah, so yeah. they, yeah. they be, see, see, if you don't have discernment about your friendships you'll be going through a hard time and then people just just help you get deeper in that hole yep. mm-hmm. uh, without you realizing so i i wanted to ask you man about what what i think is i always tell people um when it comes to like relationally in marriage i think trust is the most important factor in relate in 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 a marriage um which obviously in your journey was hurt that was that part was hurt yep it had to be rebuilt so can you tell me about the process of rebuilding trust and 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 since genesis is not here as a man can you can you tell me from your perspective you know the things you had to have maybe the patience you had to walk through in order to watch that grow again yep um, so I, so one of the, one of the hardest things was, um, having to hear over and over mm-hmm. the pain that it caused, mm-hmm. um, because obviously it, it reminded me over and over, but it was her expressing herself. She was not trying to like cast blames. It was just mm-hmm. more like, you know, she wanted to have conversations about it and um, having those conversations uh and it, it helped it was essential it was key because mm-hmm. she needed to let it out like she needed to mm-hmm. confess she needed to you know and and so me one of the things that i did you know again i was um were there times when you were frustrated that she was talking about it so much sometimes yeah yeah and that's okay so, that's yeah. why i wanted to because because sure. there might be men uh by the way it's not only men who are mm-hmm. unfaithful right yeah, but yeah. let's say you are a woman too and um, you might be in the journey and your spouse might want to discuss that again. Yep. And would you, how important do you think like patience and self-control is in that process? Well, you know, you were the one who caused it. <laughs> so suck it up, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. <laughs> so, 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 you know, when you're, when you're, um, if, if you have a jar that is full of like powder or something and, and you, you let it like fall on the ground and, and yeah. it broke the jar and, you know, you got to pick up the glass and mm-hmm. you got to pick up the, mm-hmm. you, you, you made the mess, mm-hmm. you know, so you have to really, so I guess, mm-hmm. I guess in that, so in, to that 
point, it's very important to walk relationally with Jesus so he mm. can he can be your patience. Mm. Because at the Come end on. of the day, like if you try to so so here's here's one of the things that this is so important. Love is not in a hurry because love is patient. Mm. Come on. Come on. So love, mm. love, real love, God's love. Stop making noises he, over there. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for ruining my editing. <laughs> Love is patient. Come on. So so if you're trying to hurry the process, you're not walking in love. Mm. And maybe you have to reevaluate your mm. standpoint mm. and then just go back to love. Mm. Can, can I can I maybe say why that might be? Yeah. Because if you're trying to hurry the process, chances are you're advocating for yourself. Yeah. If you have patience with the process, chances are you are in a position where you're giving the other person a chance to heal. Yep. And that's how you know you're walking in love. Exactly. When it's about them, yep. not about you. Right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So so any any decision that is made out of hurry or haste um, probably doesn't come from love. Mm. And so it, it it's really important to to have that patience because if not then honestly you're gonna you know it's like having that little plant that you you planted a seed and, and you get so desperate for the seed to come out like it just mm. it, it's not gonna happen like that it's right. gonna take its time right and so you just gotta wait and the fruit will come out mm-hmm. the, the the tree will come but out it could be years exactly yeah. and so having so having to build that trust um since you acknowledge again going back to humility um you're not you're not putting yourself down on the floor like you're you're a piece of nothing. Mm. Uh, also, you're you're not gonna elevate yourself too mm. much to yeah. be like, well, we should be done with this because whatever. No, mm-hmm. no, you just gotta. I be said like, I'm sorry right. for the five hundredth time, it, yeah. and you yeah. might have to say yeah. it again over yeah. and over and Come over on. and over because I did. I said over and over and over and over. I'm sorry because yeah. so yeah. there was a study a long time ago done that sociologists believe that in order for someone to uh, to recover from a really bad experience, you have mm. to have 17 new good experiences mm. in wow. regards to that. Wow. wow. And so it's mm. going back to, because again, you you hurt, mm-hmm. and so you hurt someone, the pain is the filter now, right? Mm-hmm. They have a filter and you ha- you're kind of like cleaning the filter. You're kind of like, and so mm. every time you say, I'm sorry. So there's mm. pain around here. marriage, there's pain mm. around pain around your person. Exactly. There's pain mm. about relationships in general, pain around love, yep. mm. pain around trusting somebody oh. too much. Bro, that filter is such a beautiful picture. Okay, I've worked on cars, and so I picture a filter, yep. right, as you're cleaning through, like, and guess what? As stuff goes through it, right. you may actually be loving her in right. a new way, in the right, right way, right. but right. that filter's dirty. Right. And now you literally have to go through a cleaning process. You actually might be loving her in Jesus' right. form, all of these mm. things, but the filter is, well, I've seen you in yep. this, this yep. gunk is on the filter of the way that I see yep. my husband. We got to clean this filter off. We got to go through the process. And sometimes cleaning filter takes a long time. Sometimes yep. you think you get everything. Sometimes it's more finer. There's more finer stuff in there that still can mess up the car's engine. Like all these little things, bro, that filter representation of, of when we have caused pain to someone. Right. Right. I think is, oh, and, and, I think that's and a that might be picture. the easiest way to be, a rim award for that person mm-hmm. that you love, right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, I mean, 
What do you mean by rhema word but, for the people that don't so, understand? So, so, yeah, so <laughs> explain it, 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 it like I'm five. <laughs> no, it might be, it. it might be that person might need to hear God's love through your love and saying, mm. I'm here, mm. we're here, I'm mm. sorry, I see you, I feel you, mm. I love you, I love you, I love you. Because at the end mm. of the day, like we don't get to, we don't get to build our lives on what was said. Mm. We get to build on lives on what it is said now, today. Like Action. if you were to, if you were to never tell your wife ever again that you don't love her in the future, mm. I'm sorry, your marriage is not gonna make it, mm -hmm. right? We need to hear over and over and over and over and over because mm -hmm. we're like, we're like, we're broken vessels of Come jar on. that has mm -hmm. we leak. Yeah. You know, our faith yeah. leaks, our yeah. love leaks. We need it constantly. I hate right? that. I hate that, but you're right. Yeah, it, yeah it's like we we do need it. And I so, wish you could just mm -hmm. fill up and be good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> right. So yeah. nope. Hey, remember this. I love you. I'm mm. never telling you again. Three years <laughs> from now, just remember. Exactly. Hey, can you imagine if you were like, hey, remember, three years ago I told I you. I told you, yeah. <laughs> I told you. Don't you remember? Don't you remember? Bro, I, I, this sounds like off topic, but I, I feel like this is a question I should have asked you and I have to ask you because it's so basic. Did you guys ever consider divorce? Yes. Mm. Okay. Yes. And, and while, what, what did those conversations look like? We consider divorce in the context of heavy, heavy pain. Mm. But our promise and our covenant, mm -hmm. our conviction mm -hmm. of what marriage is mm -hmm. was always superseding, even mm -hmm. though in the moment that conversation wanted to like take place mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. higher, it was like, this was shaky. Mm -hmm. the, the, the conversation, our foundation was solid. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, this fell on the ground and this mm -hmm. remained. And mm -hmm. I was like, no, mm -hmm. we know what we stand for. Now, and I imagine it was probably mostly her initiating that question. Yeah. Yes. Um, so um, I had a question about that, which was, oh, what, what, as she was determining that, right? She was, oh, she was deciding what direction am I going to go with this? Am I going to fight for this marriage with Roberto? Am I going to just call it quits and go because I don't trust anymore? Obviously, thank God, praise God that she decided what she decided. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, but what was your posture through through that that process mm -hmm. of her deciding? Uh, I was terrified. Mm. I yeah. was terrified. I was I was afraid. I mean, I I. I were you con but were you trying to convince her? Were you just oh, no, kind of like patiently no, waiting? No, no, were no. I was very intentional mm -hmm. about making sure that I would do anything in my power to restore trust, to build mm -hmm. trust, to build love, to make her stay. Mm -hmm. I was not just wait. No, you don't wait. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, nah, my friend, you get all the warrior inside of you out of you mm -hmm. and you become oh. very, very, very intentional yeah, yeah, about yeah. No, I'm going to fight for mm. you mm. and I'm going to do whatever it takes, even if I hate it, mm. but I love you more than what is happening mm. or what it takes. Which takes me. humility. It's it the humility me. of the action. Again, perfect example of, yep, I deserve X, 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 Y, 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 W, Z, like all of these things. Because God's grace is where I'm at. Da, 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 da. All right. Hit middle. Sinful, but I'm righteous. Honey, I'm going to love you right where I am. I'm going to walk in humility. 
And let me rewalk everything. Let me re-love you. Let me relearn this. Let yep. me like, like, yeah, yeah. Like I shared with you yep. prior, like, like all the things that, you know, um, one of my, you know, loved ones, like walk through it all. It was, it was from a tracker on the phone to everything was, was open. Everything was vulnerable. Like it was like, Hey, I need all of these things yep. to begin the process of yep. healing. And because there was so much, there were three phones, there were like all these hidden things. So it's like, okay, you need to provide all of this vulnerability and yep. all of this just, oh, the, the word that comes to me is like nakedness. Yep. Because again, shame, right? Like that's shame. A, that's a perfect like, word. Like, like, like this, like you to, to begin the, restoration process the reconciliation process as as the the one that started it right is yep i need to be naked right and it's shame bro like you talking about shame in that picture like i, I saw that on a loved one and i felt it in the loved one and i'm like at times i was like you deserve it at the same time right. like you know and but but now seeing all these little <laughs> things like like i want you to i want you to see all of the crap, the death again. Sin will always breed death. Right. Always right. breed death, and so it's like okay, like that death has made its appearance, but now let's deal with it. Yeah. And let's push forward to the new life. You know, whatever it is, especially those in the humility of like following Jesus. You know, I can, mm -hmm. I can only, I can only like. What's crazy? Every time I hear stories of this or even any situation, like I just picture those that that don't follow Jesus. Yeah. Don't have hope. Like, I'm like, gosh, man, how do you even, how do you even take one step into forgiveness? How do you even, like, I met people that are, were not saved and walked through this and are okay. I'm like, how, how did you, like, it's just that thought of, of hopelessness, like, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, yeah. yeah, there's a lot there, but, yeah. um, yeah. So I think, I think one of the. The, I will. I would like to people to have also the um, other side is that now my wife, you know, so mm -hmm. we went through this, and fast forward in the future, God called us to Los Angeles, mm -hmm. one of the most sexualized cities mm -hmm. in the entire world. Mm. Yeah, um, and I'm working behind the chair doing hair with some of the most beautiful, stunning women mm. that you can think of, mm. and the thought of being unfaithful to my wife. Will not even cross my mind. And if it did, it will literally, I'm not exaggerating or mm -hmm. kidding when I say this, it will make me sick to my stomach to the point mm -hmm. of wanting to throw up. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because it's it like was, I will I will castrate you, Flesh. Yeah. Like it's like there's I a, will. There's a Bible verse that always has always it, it challenged me when I was addicted to pornography. It mm -hmm. challenged me a lot because I was like, how's this even possible? It's David saying, My 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 whole being, my body, my mind longs for you, Lord. Right. And that idea of like my body longing for God, mm -hmm. like uh, wanting to be holy onto him mm -hmm. made no sense to me when I was in the middle of like pornography and all that stuff. So I'm like, that's the last thing my body wants. My body mm -hmm. wants all the, the wrong things. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but I, now I know what that feels like mm -hmm. to look at sin and go, oh, my gosh, that is because there's just a deeper revelation right. about what it means. So I wanted to ask you, man. So kind of finish off our time here mm -hmm. um i wish we i know you, we could talk about this for a long time so <laughs> you guys i promise we're trying to keep this as focused and as intentional as possible but just first for hope's sake mm. what does healing look like now 
my wife gets asked all the time, how do you deal with him working with so many beautiful women behind the chair? Mm-hmm. And my wife is like, first of all, he follows Jesus. Second of all, he's not stupid to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Third of all, he knows I walk with Holy Spirit. <laughs> Holy Spirit will let me know if he doesn't say anything. So I, I'm going to know. And um, and she's like, fourth of all, and, I'm and, fine. <laughs> <laughs> fourth, I'm hot. <laughs> no, no, but then she she also Dude, says, I wish you could meet Janice. Janice is so funny, man. I love Janice so much. She also says, you know, when a man purposes it in his heart to be unfaithful, there's nothing you can do about it. Mm, so why so why would I why would I worry myself mm. with that? Mm. When I can't stop it, bro, that is so much maturity. I know. And so for, <laughs> for me, and what does that mm. does to me? It allows me the freedom to make, I don't feel the pressure with my wife being like mm. on top. Because then you get kind of annoyed, you know, of course, we already built that trust. We already right, you're right, 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 built, you've been so, through it. But I so, think there's yeah. something to be said, and, and you can tell me, like, you know how people say, correct me if I'm wrong all the right. time, that they don't actually mean it. Please correct me if I'm wrong at this <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. Um, I th- I think keeping in the con- in the context of you know walking the, the 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 trust journey and all that stuff. I do think that there is a point that if spouses are insecurely continuing to be needy of affirmation about you not cheating on them, right? That can actually sometimes push people that direction yes, even more. 100%. And so, I, what I was going to ask you is, do you think that? I think I know the answer, but do you think that Genesis posture in her, her knowing who she is and who is her, who mm. who her where her help comes from, right? Right. right? That is not you. Is not her marriage. It's the Lord Himself. How much do you think that that can like helps your continued healing? Well, let me just say this. It brings a level of admiration mm-hmm. and awe that mm-hmm. otherwise I will never have. Because I'm like, and so it, it creates this sense of like, dang, my wife is amazing. Like, you <laughs> know what I mean? Because like, like, it's like, geez. how can, come I feel on. Like, the same about my wife. On. You know what I mean? Because yeah, if on. you can walk in that level of confidence, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. heck yeah, you deserve everything that, mm-hmm. you, that you believe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, yeah, like, Mm. Of course, I'm gonna walk and I'm gonna be like mm. as as manly and holy mm. as I as I need to be. You know right. what I mean? Like you deserve it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because right. yeah. I feel like you're not you're not what's pulling in, anything from me. It gives me freedom. It's actually inspiring you. Exactly. The, like the biggest thing that my wife inspired me to be was to be a better man just by seeing her. Right. I'm like, oh, if I want to be everything for her to be her husband, a father to her children, all these things, just by her being. Right. It inspires me to continue to be yeah. even more yeah, as a yeah, son, yeah. you know? And those are those most beautiful moments that I, it's just inspiration, you know? Yeah. And they and, sometimes and, don't even have to yeah. say a word. And, we, you know? and you have to be careful because yeah. what we're not saying, this is what we're not saying. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that a, a woman needs to be a certain way so a man would be faithful. Yes. Right. That's nope. not what we're no, saying. No, 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 no. And, and you know, I always, have no. to, I always want to clarify stuff because yep. sometimes yep. you don't hit every point you mm-hmm. think about. And so that we all agree on that, right? Right. But there is something to say about how security breathes security. inspiration and security mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. The other mm-hmm. person, I'm like, right. dang, like, you're fine, girl. Well, it's yeah. actually, it's actually, I believe, I as I see you, right? Again, I don't know you like he knows you, but I see and hearing the story from an outside perspective, I see because of the humility 
of knowing you screwed up, knowing your position as a son of Yeshua, like knowing all of these things, you actually, when she has that security of like, yeah, he wouldn't, or like right. all, like it's actually, it, it is a security in your humility of like, right. yeah, I, or, or no, but like, what, you know what makes me the most, uh, gives me the most admiration. And this is the way I think, like, I think this is the way your wife operates, the way my wife operates um, and the way Janice operates. It's the, I can't control a person. Exactly. And in that level of faith in God mm. and knowing that because, because faith causes us to release control. Yep. Right. Mm. And so when you see a person who is on, um, like a person that does not desire to keep control, you can identify faith. Yep. That's a person of faith, you yep. know? And, um, and like, it's the same thing with my wife, man. Like sometimes I'm like, not all the time. I'm like, like her posture and her being makes me go, why would I it, ever? Well, mm -hmm. here, here's the thing. Roman says that we get to access grace through faith. Mm -hmm. If grace is beauty and attractiveness, mm -hmm. when you have faith, you're opening a pipeline Come on. Yeah. to that beauty and that attractiveness yeah. mm -hmm. could be even higher. So then you yeah. have this level of admiration. You're like, Mm -hmm. I will never find that anywhere else, mm -hmm. though. Mm -hmm. Like that's mine. Mm -hmm. This, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like I'd be stupid to. Yeah, exactly. I, I have the privilege to be yoked. To exactly. This. I have the privilege yeah. to be one with that being. I had, the, when two I had the privilege really to do it. Amen. Put the passion in its place, boys. But, but really, I think that I think that. Um, when two people are truly convinced of the love of God for mm -hmm. them, come on, there is no way their marriage mm -hmm. could be um, like could not thrive. Yes. And, and this you is know? so. I think of I think of uh, Yeshua's parables. The first the first thing, and it's it's uh, the parable of the sand and the and the rock, right? And I think a lot of people when they when they read it, even when they teach it, they miss out one specific word. It says you know whether you build your house on the sand, mm -hmm. you know, he built it all up, does all the stuff. The wind came, you know, wind came, floods came, all these things. Right. And it crashed, tumbled, you know, and oh, how great was that destruction is what, how Jesus puts it. Right. And then he says, and then there was one that built his house on the rock and the winds came mm -hmm. and the floods came and it was stood right through the storm. There's a, there's a phrase that Jesus says there that I feel like we just like, skip and it's when mm. doesn't say if Jesus is so specific when mm -hmm. the rain came yeah when the winds blew when the flood came it's coming it My is it was like like it, it it is <laughs> it is going to come and so yeah. like I see your guys's marriage your guys's life like the storm came mm-hmm and, but you were, you were built on the foundation of Jesus. Now, it doesn't mean that the window didn't blow up and throw through. doesn't mean the door didn't get blown in. doesn't mean there wasn't a roof that got ripped off. Right. Like it was like, but it's his foundation, mm. the house, there, strong. Well, and, and it, it, it was good that, they, that it came because now I get to make some remodeling. Come That's on. Right. Hey. Come on. That, that insurance Come on. money. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we're here near the end. I want to make sure that we don't uh, make this extremely long. Just to finish, Roberto, would you, 
encourage people that are going through this right now? Would I encourage them? Yeah. Would, yeah. Would you, you have something you want to say? Would I like to? <laughs> nah, no, I don't would, would you right now just get just with a few words, would you encourage them? Um, if you could talk, you know, yeah. picture talking to young Roberto and young Janice and mm. you were Pastor B right now. Mm. Um, yes. What would you say? I will say this too shall pass. Just stay close to Jesus. Mm. Uh, get to know everything that you need to learn during that season. Allow his love to deepen into your life in such a way mm. that it will become a solid foundation so that you can rebuild your house again and make those remodeling things because the future is coming and it's going to be good and it's mm. going to be better. Our marriage is 10 times stronger, better than it was ever before mm. because we went through it. Now we don't have to pretend anything. Now I don't have the same struggles. Now I don't see even women the same way I do before. Now life has changed so much. It does get better. It does mm. get better. God's love is the foundation for hope and faith. If you remain close to him, he's going to pour out his love mm. in you and him. And you both are going to come to a place of repentance, which is nothing else than a change of mind and of mm. heart. Mm. And you're going to become such a solid foundation. And what's going to happen is you're going to become a tree so big with mm. so many apples or whatever the fruit is your favorite fruit. <laughs> and, and people are going to be able to come, come and on. eat from that come on. and see God's goodness through amen. your marriage. Amen, 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 on, amen. So. so be it, so be it, so be it. So be so it, baby. Good. So good. Well, prolific podcast. <laughs> we love you guys. Can Thank I wear you your for hat watching. for a second? Oh my no, god! Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, guys. love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us, Roberto. See you next time. Thank you, man. Thank love you for bro. the blessing. Thank you for the honesty. Thank you for the truth. We're blessed, and many people are blessed by that story, man. That's right. Thank you. Love you guys. Go be prolific. See you guys. Deuces. Woo.